Hello and welcome to this week's Slab of Jibber Jabber. I'm Chris, she's Anne-Marie, and this is the weekly show. Now, before we dive deep, AM, is there anything that has bamboozled you, anything that has irked you, or just anything that you would like to get off of your chest? Well, hi, everyone. Hi, Chris. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Actually, as it goes, I, I do. I've been learning new stuff. Do you know, with everybody being back in school, I figured, do you know what? I'm going to learn some new stuff myself. And what have you learned? Some really random facts. <laughs> <laughs> we do love a random fact. Don't we? I know, I know. Hmm. So, the new facts that I've been learning, the first one is your... Head circumference, let me get this right, yeah, head circumference, yeah, Yeah. is three times your height. So three, yes, you go around your head circumference three Three separate times, times, put it all together and that makes your height. Yes. Well. I'm glad you understood that because I think I confused myself. (laughs) People of the world, (laughs) we challenge you. Start wrapping toilet roll around your heads and let's see if it's true. Yes. Oh, yes. Toilet roll. (laughs) Oh, will you let me know if it works then, Chris? (laughs) You will be my guinea pig. I will do that for you. Fabulous. Another one. I've got another one. Would you believe? Do you know (laughs) your thumb is the same length as your nose? And uh, for views at home there, or listeners at home there, I am now putting my thumb to my nose. And it is true. I can confirm that it is true. <laughs> I too did that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I've got one more as well, just Ooh. just for the just for the fun of it. I've got one just more. Just for the gigs. Yeah. It is said, Chris, that seven people, there are seven people in the world just like you. I... I beg to differ. There is only one of me. Thank you. Well, goodness. it is said that original. there is seven people just like you. However, the mm. chances of you meeting these people are very, very slim. Ooh. Ooh. I actually, there was this guy before that people used to say looked like me. And do you know, like when people say, oh, such and such looks like you? Yeah. It's always like the melted, busted version, isn't it? It's never a compliment. I think we discussed what? this before. Did we discuss it before? Well, people, no one ever shows you a picture of Brad Pitt and says, well, they look like you, do they? It's always somebody who's, you know, you not, look necessarily, like them. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily somebody you'd want to look like. And you're like, do I? No, when I look in the mirror, I don't. <laughs> do you know what, though? I kind of believe this because you do see every now and again, just occasionally, random posts on social media or whatever saying, oh, I was in the airport today and look who I saw don't they look just like me? And they do. Some of them really, really do. Well, there was a meme going around uh, quite recently of Ross from Friends and they put um, Nicolas Cage's face on him. And Nicolas Cage, Ross looks more like Ross with Nicolas Cage's face than he does with Ross's face. Blowing my mind. I know. How very, very strange. Isn't it just? Well, I've got to say that what a start to the show. You've enlightened us. You've entertained us. You know. I'll tell you another one before we move on. Yeah. Do you know Chandler and Joey in Friends? Now they've started the Friends thing. (laughs) If you do a face swap on them. Yeah. It makes them look like twins. Homework this week, folks. Uh, get your Photoshop out and swap faces with Chandler and Joey to make there them we look go. like twins. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Now, do you consider yourself spiritual or religious? 
I don't think it's a choice as in I'm not asking is it one or, or one or oh. other but are you spiritual or, or sort of um religious at all I wouldn't really consider myself to be either but if I had to mm. pick one I don't think I'm religious I would have to go with spiritual yeah I, again like I said I don't think it's necessarily a choice I think for some people that that they can be neither for me I think I am more spiritual than religious I do believe there is more but I don't necessarily believe in that idea of you know God and the devil in in the way that it's be, being portrayed but I do feel like you know I've been to sort of like psychic readings and the things that they have known about me and people that have been attached to my life that are no longer with us has been insane like and, and that information isn't available online it's not something that you can get hold of I mean I, I suppose there's a little bit of information o- online about me so if you did google me you probably could find some stuff out but the things that they have told me about people that have passed over there's no way they could have known those things no you know and I, mean? so I I do agree with you here because I have also been to mediums and wondered how they could possibly know some of the information that they give to me because there is just even if you were to look on social media you wouldn't find that information you know um, that's the thing is no yeah yeah it is very very strange and I I'm quite partial to go in for a a medium reading and I do also believe that there is something out there what's sort of like bigger than us yeah i don't know whether it's like a spirit world or yeah i do think there's something out there yeah for me i i really it also gives me comfort to believe that there is something more than just us you know what i mean like the idea that you live and then you just go into nothingness i so i i think but i think about that more of a spiritually as opposed to you know god or yeah. the devil and all that kind of stuff i that doesn't resonate with me um that I, i'm absolutely not saying that you know people that have their beliefs everyone's entitled to their own beliefs but for me that doesn't resonate with me however the belief that we go on to something else it comforts me and it makes me that that I do believe in. And that also I've had sort of experiences with as well. Like I said, you know, I've been to psychic mediums and, and, and things in the past and things that they've known. I went to one once. There was a group of us that went there. Every person that sat down, the, the person kept saying that the reader kept saying, there's a tea in the room. There's a tea in the room. And everyone was like, all the people that sat down before me were like, I, I don't know who this tea is. I don't know who this tea is. I sat down. She, you know, it's you, isn't it? It's your granddad. And she named him. And it wasn't just like she said that it's your granddad. She actually named him by name. And that information, you know, cynics out there could say, oh, you wow. know, you could Google it or whatever. That information isn't out there. My granddad died in 1978. There is wow. no information about him online. And I've never written about him. I've never put anything up about him. Yeah. How would you know? How would you know? And, it, and you can say, well, there's lots of people with the letter T, but she named him by name. And the other thing about that is that that name is the name he went by, but it wasn't his birth name. Wow. Yeah. That is very fascinating. So I, I absolutely do believe um, in spirituality and I am, I'm, I'm very much a fully paid up member there. Uh, so yeah, for me, I'm spiritual, but you know, some people aren't, some people are real, they don't believe in, in sort of religion and they don't believe in spirituality. They just believe this is it. It's a, uh, it's a fascinating subject though, isn't it? It is. And shall I tell you a motto that I tend to live by as well? Yes, do. doesn't do. matter where you are in life. I think the best is yet to come. Ah, that is a be- What a beautiful way to end this segment. 
I know. That is beautiful. <laughs> never have I ever, never have I ever spent money that wasn't mine. I don't, I don't think I have. Well, I oh, have. Oh, seriously? Now, yeah, but it's not in the way that you think. Now, when I was in uni, um, I had discovered through a friend, <laughs> through a friend of mine, that there was this fund that if you couldn't pay your rent, there was a fund that, regardless of what um, what loans you had, what grants you had, they would pay your rent. You just had to give them your bank statements uh, so they could go through them. But at the worst, they were going to pay your rent. Now, I had £190 left, and I had the choice between paying my rent or buying some new clothes. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I see where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) I took advantage of this fund and um, I had my rent paid for me and I bought some new clothes uh, while I was at uni. So theoretically, I have spent money that wasn't mine. Uh, Was it a a proud moment? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Would I do it now? Definitely not. But when you're young and foolish, uh, you do these crazy kind of things. That is is very, very (laughs) cheeky, Chris. Very cheeky. Do you know? now that we're talking about this though I do recall one payday thinking oh got paid a bit much here anyway I I mentioned it in work nothing came of it so I figured no money must be mine I haven't heard anything lo and behold about three months later uh, the payroll department caught up with me and I I ended up having to make monthly payments until it was all paid back no yeah well, I have to say, the uh, student people haven't worked with me, and I really hope they're not listening to this and then suddenly catch up with me. Uh, now, maybe I will regret it uh, for saying this. I think you're probably safe. Yeah, what was it like? I don't know. What is that, 18 years ago or something? Yeah. Well, now they know how far back to check. <laughs> well done, know. Chris. <laughs> and they'll charge me interest. I'll deny everything. I'll just say, I'll deny it all. <laughs> Do you most often follow your heart or your head? Are you a a head or heart follower? I'm going to go with heart on this one. I probably shouldn't much of the time. I should probably listen to my head a lot more than I do. And my heart does tend to get me into some serious hot water sometimes, more so when I was younger. Um, But yeah, I I would say that I, I listen to my heart more than my head. For me, I'm not sure if I do follow my heart or my head. I think I kind of follow my gut instinct I like know when something is, and sometimes I ignore that, and that then makes me a little bit cross at myself when I've ignored it and I should have listened to it. So that's, for me, that's a difficult one. I don't know if if I do either of those, but like I said, I, I do sort of go very much of gut instinct and I instinctively can feel whether something is right or not for me. Um, and there have been times when, you know, like you, I, you're saying about in the in the past where I've ignored that feeling and and done what I thought was that should have been done you know Mm. um is there is there a time when or is there is there any particular moment that you think oh god yeah I really wish I hadn't listened to my heart or I really wish I'd listened to my head or or vice versa was there a, a moment where even when you were following the heart I said you're a heart follower you sort of somewhere knew that this probably wasn't the right thing 
to be doing? Yeah, I mean, I've gotten myself into some proper sticky situations, really. I mean, even in terms of taking on jobs, mm. um, when I've, you know, walked into a job and I've been given the job and then, you know, however many months down the line, I've sort of gone a week sometimes, I've gone, oh, this isn't for me. And I knew it wasn't for me before I even started. I should have just listened to my head. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you well, this is it, isn't it? And but I think sometimes as well, you make a valid point there that until we actually do something, sometimes we don't know because I think it's really difficult. As much as I sort of say, you know, I follow my gut and my gut instinct is to do whatever. I think sometimes I do overrule it because maybe I'm just being fearful. Yeah. So therefore, I'm like, no, let's push through. Let's try this. Let's do that. But there have definitely been times in my life where I shouldn't have done certain things or accepted opportunities that I did accept because I instinctively knew they were wrong for me. But I misunderstood that feeling for just being nervous or scared or or whatever. So it is a tricky one, isn't it? Like, how do you know, even if you are, you know, you instinctively follow your heart or your head or your gut or whatever, sometimes how do you know until you've come through the other side? Mm, you, you don't know, really I, do. No, Sometimes it. it all boils down to life lessons as well. I think this is how we learn, isn't it? Um, yeah. Sometimes life takes us on the wrong path so that there's a lesson there. And then sometimes life puts us on the right path and it's great. Well, as the saying goes, we're full of sayings this evening, uh, ladies are. and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, what's uh, going we on? As the, as the saying goes, all roads lead to home. So I think inevitably, <gasps> that is good. even if you take a wrong turn, what is meant for you will be. Like there is yeah. no wrong turn. And I think Definitely. both you and I have been in those situations where something catastrophic has happened, but out of that that thing that has you know hit the fan something else has happened where we've gone oh okay well I couldn't imagine my life without this now yeah you know and I think I think that's maybe the the good thing is that there are no right or wrong answers in life it is just life 100 percent. and I think when your life does bring you to a crossroads regardless of what road you go down I think there's always something there that you can take away from that. Hundred percent. I think I know we sp- we've spoken about this thing previously, haven't we? About sort of life lessons and how they come back. And if you're learning yeah. from from quote unquote the mistakes, it's never a mistake. Yeah. I would definitely say that I was a follow my gut kind of person. You're following your heart, but ultimately, yeah. As we've just said, all roads lead to home, and there are no wrong answers. <gasps> just experiences so true so true so and do you true. know what do you know what as well I think do you remember way back in our college days and you were late coming into college all the time <laughs> yeah so I think if you hadn't taken that turn to come to college this would never be happening Chris oh I see no I understand what you mean now when I when I arrived I was l- arriving late on the course not the, when I was late every single day like when I sort of started late I was six weeks into the course yeah well think about it if I had decided to do something else or even if you'd have decided to do something else after school and you hadn't decided yeah. to do college we wouldn't be here doing this now no we wouldn't we wouldn't at all so I, I think you know as well as life lessons it's about the people that you meet as well along the way definitely now word of the week this is becoming a bit of a uh a good one i do like a word of a week 
Do tell, do tell. I want to know. This week's word, and I'm really hoping I'm pronouncing this uh, correctly, it is finifugal. No? Who? Huh? Yeah, finifugal. I have never heard that word. I, I've <laughs> never heard it. And do you know what? I uh, didn't even have a look at how to pronounce it. So I really hope I am pronouncing this word correctly, but I will spell it for you just so you um, know what the heck I am talking about. It is spelt F-I-N-I-F-U-G-A-L. So I think it's Finifugal. That's how I would uh, say that, yeah. And it means, uh, well, the definition of it is afraid of finishing anything. Oh. And I have to say, I have been in that situation where I've been Finifugal'd. Given our little topic earlier, imagine if life leads you down the wrong path and you decide to get on the right path, then I guess you've um, Finifugal'd? You Finifugal'd? Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, well, there we go. We used it in a sentence. We're always setting you the task to use it in a sentence. But right now, we have done that this week. We have finifugled uh, that word into a sentence. Well done, us. The weekly debate. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Oh, that that was quick. Should we move on to the next one? Um, Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, though, right, a hot dog is in a bun. Yeah. But it is bread. And there's something in the middle of it. No, see? No, no, no. No, a sandwich is two slices of bread from a loaf of bread with butter and a filling. Yeah, a hot dog is in a hot dog bun. So then based on that, you you are saying that a baguette would not be considered a sandwich. No, absolutely not. It's a baguette. A baguette is a baguette. And yeah. then a, a roll or a bap or a balm, if you're from up north. Is a bap. Um, is a bap, a balm. Or a bap. Right, okay. I don't, I, I feel sausage that. Sausage bap. Sausage bap. Oh, a chippy bap. Like chips. Oh. oh now good, then. No, not good. I can't be eating naughty things today, Chris, so no. But, well, we're not necessarily going to eat these things, but we're just, we're just thinking about them. That's probably a good them. thing. <laughs> I I've got to say um I I probably agree with you actually. I don't necessarily think that a uh hot dog is a sandwich. But, you know, it does have bread. It has got a middle and a filling. You've got very clear a very clear understanding of what a sandwich is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you either have a hot dog or a sausage sandwich. There is but no the, in between. But to go back a little bit of what you said about Yeah. The definition of sandwich is that there's a piece of bread on top, a piece of bread underneath, and a filling in the middle, right? Yeah. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out there. Mm-hmm. If you've got one round of bread and mm-hmm. you cut that in half, and then you put a, a filling in it, are we mm-hmm. still considering that? What would you call that? Is that a half a sandwich or a whole sandwich? Half a sandwich. Well, this is it, though, isn't it? Because apparently, if you do that, that is a full sandwich. N- no, a full sandwich is two slices of bread. One slice of bread is half a sandwich. Well, it even gets... If you've got any type of bread on top of one another and below each other with a middle, no matter how small, that is a full sandwich. That's what people... That That's... Listen, those are the rules of the sandwich game. Listen, Chris, we're going to have to agree to disagree <laughs> because I don't agree with what you're saying. I'm sorry. I also feel a little bit that I'm just being argumentative. I believe so too. Okay, so we're saying that a hot dog is not a sandwich, quite frankly. Yeah. And quite honestly, I don't... I, I think this weekly debate thing, we're not very good at it a week. Can we just be honest about that, that we're not... Well, I don't know. I think we just had a debate going on there about a sandwich. <laughs> A sandwich. A sandwich. A sandwich. A sandwich. sandwich. 
The weekly reviews are in. Now, we do love a weekly review on this show, or I certainly love a weekly review. And this week, we have a bit of a pick and mix going on. It's not coming from just one place. It's coming from a plethora of places. But what we're looking at is... That was a a, posh word. That's a good word, isn't it? Plethora. A plethora. Um, What we're looking at in particular is the responses. I'm quite intrigued uh, by, by the responses of these reviews that people have left. So we're going to start off with this one from Jason, who is reviewing the original, which is based in Cardiff. And what Jason says is the worst place I've ever been to and the biggest ripoff. Ooh. Oh. Strong, strong words from our Jason. Yeah. But this is what they say in response. We haven't even opened yet, Jason. Apparently, there are these people that go around leaving bad reviews when they haven't even been to the establishment. It is like their hobby. What do we think of this? Well, that's not good, is it? And it's certainly not good for business, is it? Come on, guys, let's get on board and support our local businesses. It's a little bit shady, if you ask me. Yeah, local businesses need our support now more than ever. So please, please go and support your local business. Definitely. Now, this one, um, they've they've blanked out all the the names of who wrote it and who sent who responded, but um, they've given this establishment. The person who uh, who had visited the establishment has given them a one star review, and this is what they had to say. So, maggot in food, and how disgusting the place looks inside. I can't imagine the the amount of bacteria hidden inside. Uh, the establishment responds with, this is the business manager. Initially, when I saw the review, I was very worried that there was a problem in our kitchen. I asked the head chef, the line cook and the dishwashers and the servers if they knew which dish you were referring to. I'm sorry. Nobody. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm going to stop you. Did you say the dishwashers talk? <laughs> <laughs> I think they have human dishwashers, like people okay. that actually dishwashers. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh, I'm going to be in for it now. Um <laughs> What a what a fun establishment where the dishwashers talk. Uh, I think <laughs> I like the dishwasher. <laughs> I think it's a human dishwasher, like a human that washes the dishes. Um, so they wanted to find out what this dish was because the owner couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, so the owner also tried to reach out to you with no luck. I looked at your previous Yelps to get an idea of who and what I was dealing with. Now. Basically, the picture that was posted of the burger with a one-star review uh, from this bar and grill, the owner did a reverse image of the image. And when they did this, it turns out it was a stock photo. So it was just a photo pulled off the internet. It's searchable when you type in the keywords, rotten hamburger. So basically, this reviewer has taken a stock image of a rotten burger. So the owner goes on to say, so immediately after discovering this, what you're saying has absolutely no bearing. You need to find a hobby, maybe get a cat or something to occupy your time with other than writing false and inflammatory Yelp reviews. Uh, of various local businesses trying to make a living. So this person who has written this review has done this to multiple other people. Oh, guys, come on. Get on board and support your local businesses. I I can't scream this enough. Our local businesses are dying and you get people doing that. Now, this one is a little bit more amusing, I have to say. So we're going to sort of lighten the tone a little bit. Now, this one um, is from somebody called EK. I think those are just their initials. They've only given it a a one-star review again. But what they had to say is, wait for it. 
I ordered two plates of food and just left with my friends without the order. The next day, I stopped to pick up my order and they just started to laugh at me. Customer service is awful. Never, ever will I ever step into that place again. I am not recommending this place to anybody. The owner, Falafel Corner, I'm not sure where this is based, might be in the UK, potentially could be around the world somewhere, but Falafel Corner has responded, Hi, hope you're doing great. Just to inform you, when you order something, you have to pick it up the same day. Uh, You cannot just come in the day after and ask for your food. You ordered your food on Wednesday night, and the food was ready the same day. And now you've come to pick it up on Friday. Sorry, but we don't hold food for three days. What is wrong with what people? What sort of person does that? That is bonkers. Like bonkers. who honestly thinks that So you did they think, food? oh, I forgot to pick my food up. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is when I get a chance, I'll just call in. And that was three days later. What? I wouldn't want my food after three days. And surely they didn't think that this poor business was going to cook up fresh food, especially for them and give it to them for free because they'd already paid for one lot that they hadn't picked up because that's not how a business works, is it? Well, it's not, is it? But what I what I take from this uh, review is I think they thought they would order it and then they would just get it ready for the next three days as in like they would get it ready for when they turned up on the Friday but I'm assuming there was no communication for that they didn't say I'm gonna pay for this now and I'll pick it up on Friday is that all right because if they had said that they'd have said we don't do that yeah so that just seems something very odd there Well, very odd. And sticking with the self-entitled theme, here is another customer who, from a different restaurant, again, this has all been blanked out. All I know is they've given them a one-star review. Their self-entitlement is off the chart. So I'm giving this place a one-star because of the cheap management and customer service. I heard the food was very good, so I went to try. Me and my BF, that's boyfriend, uh, had the calamari uh, spaghetti. Not best friend. Oh, could be best friend. Oh, oh, spanner in the works. All were very delicious. I was actually so impressed that when the manager came to ask us how everything tasted, I told her it was some of the best Italian food I've had. And I told her I'm going to post about it on my Instagram where I have over 11,000 followers. And most of them are local people. She seemed very happy about it. I was wrong. I thought she would have been grateful for the free advertising. But when the check came, there was literally no discount at all. I at least thought one of the entrees would have been taken off, but they didn't even take off the calamari or even any of the drinks. I won't go back here because of this, which is a shame because the food was very good. The manager needs to understand how to treat customers. Oh no, the customers level... need to know how to treat businesses. Come on, guys, get on board. What the level of self entitlement in that sort of uh, that review there is absolutely stinking. I mean, if you go to a restaurant, you eat food, you pay for the food. Unless there's an absolute horrific problem with the food, you have to appreciate you're paying for what you eat. But I also think as well, this person, what I find astonishing, and this is this is social media for you, isn't it? I have 11,000 followers, so therefore I deserve free things. Like, you know, I don't even know what the value of followers is, really. I certainly don't think it entitles you to free stuff. I don't think it does either, I'll be honest with right. you. What does that mean? I think that is, honestly, that of all the reviews we have read today, this one is the one that has 
absolutely disgusted me the most because actually even they write that there there was nothing wrong with the food it was some of the best italian food they'd ever had had but they just were so self-entitled they thought they deserved free stuff no you do not no, um, no that's proper grip to that one isn't it really grip me <laughs> and that that is my reviews for this week uh full of self-entitled uh destructive individuals uh but i'm very glad that most of the owners of the restaurants and establishments fought back good for you good for them good for them all <laughs> blimmin' brilliant right that's this week's reviews and that's this week's show i have been chris she has been Amory, and of course as ever this is jibber jabber